You started the episode with that? Um, I didn't know you turned it on. I literally turned it on. I was giving you a heads up. Yeah, too late. One more loud sip of water. Brought to you by Brita water filter water bottles. (laughs) Is yours not making that noise right now? Let's try it. Let's find out. Nope. We are, nope. we're sitting here with our matching water bottles <laughs> like dorks <laughs> matching everything. I like that we're n- back in the living room so I can be a in my pajamas and b reclining and oh and c no children. <laughs> we do have we have a, a furry loud child, dog. a loud furry child. So, but no no unattended human being children. Um, wait, I lost something. What was it? It's obviously very important. Mm-mm. Um, this is Pancake Town, the podcast. <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. She's about to drink your water bottle again. <laughs> <clears throat> I got really thirsty the second you I turned could, it on. Oh, no. <laughs> we could just like get you a glass to put your water in. Or we can just keep going. Well, that would be too how, easy. No, uh, it's because I just had another muffin. How charming the sound of it is. It just makes it sound like we have like a little like pet koala bear or something. <laughs> it does kind of. <laughs> right. Wait, just like you, a, is that what a koala? No, like? no. I think it might be. I mean, it just seems like what a small furry animal, like a kind of purring, chirping sound. I'm going to Google koala bear noise. <laughs> And then you're going to find some fun YouTube videos. Um, well, so we are doing a, we're doing a marathon recording today. So this is an episode, the first episode of many episodes that we're going to do today. Oh, that's not what a koala bear sounds like. What is he doing? Oh, like, like it sounds belching. like a pig. Turn it up. Put it up to the mic. I'm trying to. Okay. That's a koala bear? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Well, oh, well I was wrong. I was I I misspoke. Um <laughs> not a koala bear. Um I mean I guess we're not really around koala bears enough to know. It's kind of like how squirrels make that sound that you're like, is that a oh squirrel? My God. It sounds like a duck or something. Yeah. yeah. Like we'll be walking, we'll take D for a walk and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Oh, it's a squirrel. <laughs> Why do they sound Actually, like that? I had to shut our They're so tiny. porch door because a squirrel was <laughs> like barking out. Yeah, in the tree repeatedly. I think because there are hawks around. And oh, I think and he's he warning was like, the other yeah. squirrels. He's like, get the fuck Would out of here, you guys. <laughs> so loud. I could hear him in my living room. Oh, poor baby. That's funny. Oh, my God. Yesterday, there was a woman. So there's a daycare next to my house so there's always like you know the best in humanity coming to pick up and drop off their children every day next to my house this woman that she has these two like delightful children who um and i'm not saying that sarcastically they actually are delightful um who really love d there's several children that really really love d and want to interact with d and their parents are fucking assholes and will not let their children interact with d and it makes me so angry and every time it happens i want to be like you do realize that you are teaching 
animals to be afraid of children and you're teaching children to be afraid of animals because you are lazy and like you won't stop for five seconds and let your child pet a dog but whatever so they're out in the front and the woman comes and like as we're bringing d outside she pulls up in her suv or whatever and gets out and like some of the parents are like you know actually like acknowledge our existence and say hello or good afternoon or whatever to us others of them just like walk in our lawn and don't you know act like we're this isn't our house so she actually said hi to us and like came inside and she was kind of like freaking out about something like she can't she's like hi how are you doing and she was like panicking and like running to the door and then both of the people who own the daycare and like four children all came outside with her and the the guy who owns the daycare like ran over to her car and they were all like around the driver's side of her car looking at something and then Lori sees us watching and she's like there's a spider in the mirror (laughs) and we're like what what are you talking about she's like there's a spider like in the the side mirror of her car like inside of it and she's freaking out and so then she starts the woman that was driving starts to tell us about how she was like almost wrecking her car on the way here because she was freaking out about the spider that would be me that was in her mirror and she's like (gasps) i rolled up the window and like i know he couldn't get inside but like i don't maybe he could find a different way to get it like she was um that's exactly how my brain would be working and then josh and i both got into this really long conversation about how like what a terrible life people have when they can't function because they're like afraid of a spider uh yeah (laughs) I was like, this is so unbearable. And then it was like four grown people. Like he ended up going and getting the hose and like pulling the hose out into the street and like spraying the mirror with the hose to try to get that rid of the spider. all sounds really reasonable to me. Oh. There was a spider in our bedroom one night and I saw it crawl under the bed on my side. And you were and like, so I told we have to move. <laughs> I refused to sleep in the bedroom. Um, so I was sleeping on the couch <laughs> so and then funny. Steve's like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. You need to sleep in the bed. It's I'm like, all spider. right, only if you pull everything out from underneath you. the bed and look for it. So I made him get everything out from underneath <laughs> the bed. It was when we didn't have a storage bed, pulled every single thing out the and looked for it. He did not find spouses. it. Yeah. And then even then I'm like, okay, I'm going to basically sleep on top of you tonight. Not, you know, like as close as I could get because the spider came in on my side. Right. Of course. What is it about the spider that scares you so much? You don't, I don't want it on me, but like, why, like, why does that freak you out so much? Do you Um, think it's going to bite you? I think I'm going to end up swallowing it somehow, I think. And then if you, so if you swallowed a spider, what? like what i would have to like jump off a building or something <laughs> but like not, what would actually happen wouldn't the spider just get like digested and <sighs> okay <laughs> this whole thing's my mom has an insane spider phobia i just think it's really so funny because i don't taught it to me from a young age like i'm not I can't help afraid it. of anything like that like i'm not afraid of mice or spiders i'm or not bugs. afraid of mice like but there are so many people that like the people that are afraid of dogs like i always try to figure out like i used to be afraid of dogs what happened to what didn't happen to me that happened to them Mm. like what or what did happen to me that didn't happen to them no there's always i mean yeah i was taught that spiders were the most terrifying thing in the world 
I once so like wasted an entire day looking for a spider that we saw in the bathroom with my mom, like with a broomstick knocking everything out of the cabinet. So weird. Um, she once had to call my grandma to come over and vacuum a spider off of the ceiling. <laughs> I mean, Josh does make me kill spiders and like those millipede things um in the house like he won't do it he'll literally we always make fun of him that it's like the simpsons episode where homer's like marge there's a spider by my keys <laughs> and I she's mean, like thank you you were right to tell me like she goes <laughs> so funny i'm like that's exactly what uh, happens in our house yeah that's exactly what happens in our house only it's me i I'll sit there and be like, Steve, there's a spider on the ceiling. He's like, okay. No, he doesn't do it. He just goes, okay. Thanks for letting me know. He doesn't kill it for you (sighs) or get rid of, take it outside. Sometimes, sometimes Mm. not. I'm just like, the last one. No, he just let it go. That's part of our, he doesn't like skill. That was um, part of our wedding vows. (laughs) Was it? No, we didn't have wedding vows. Our unspoken wedding vows. I will always be the one to remove spiders. I should have bugs. I should have had that. Write that up in, in your contract. prenup. Yeah. It didn't work. Um, I'm the one who famously paid Steve $200 yes, to move a true. spider. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I don't know why I didn't think of that yesterday. I should have, Josh and I should have talked about that. Come on. That I, lady would have I paid. assume that people think that's a joke. I gave him two <laughs> $100 bills. I don't think that's a joke. <laughs> Sounds totally like something you would do. I'm hoping a spider comes in here right now so you'll pay me $200. <laughs> it was a big one. It was a, I forgot the name of it. But oh, it's one, one of the, those like that has like a, a big a ass. body. And yeah. Like a, yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Um, Orb weaver. So the oh, part of my disorder is also that I have Orb to weaver. like research it and look at the pictures your while disorder? cringing. Yeah. Like, it your, might as well be like your arachnophobia i assume that that's what it, yeah i have to like know everything about the thing that i'm afraid um, of is there a disorder that's like i don't have time for people's fucking bullshit is that a disorder no it i should think be that's called the, something i think that's you don't have a disorder oh i think that's you're working properly but not really because then I'm the one that gets like all agitated and upset and then the asshole people are just like, I'm just an asshole. You know what I mean? Like I'm the one that suffers for I it. I think you're not supposed to have time for people's bullshit. I think that's a good thing. All right. That's that's for my tiny rant. Oh, okay. I, I have a real good tiny rant. It's real good. It's like really upsetting. You can't tell me about it. Nope. So not yet. Nope. It's going to be a surprise. Um, if you want to hear my tiny rant, everybody else, you have to subscribe to our Patreon. We have to Booyah. do the Patreon Oh yeah, we should change thing. it up. For, we'll do that today. Yeah, we'll do it today. Okay. Um. All right. So what were we going to talk about this today? This episode is about the not really 36 t-shirts. <laughs> so, okay. So if people haven't seen this thing that went viral like what was it yesterday the day before yesterday i don't know it was earlier. It was definitely not yesterday it wasn't yesterday <laughs> no <laughs> it was at least a week ago what it was a week ago yeah oh all right so a week ago <laughs> whatever days blend I think together it was... into one day for me so okay no, it no, was no, pro- no. yeah it was probably last week you're right um josh was the one that first showed this to me really i think, I think sometimes stuff shows up on reddit mm and that's when he sees it um so this article showed up on a website that 
I've never heard of. Michelle's never heard of. But that's not surprising. But that's not relevant to we the story. We don't really read blogs. We don't. Yeah, we're not on top of that shit because we're not. We're too old. Um, so here's the the headline to the article was Instagram influencer with 2.6 million followers struggles to sell 36 t-shirts. Which sounds which like sounds cuckoo really crazy town. interesting. Yes. And something that we're all like, oh, I'm not surprised by that. Right. So I think some people, I think but the idea. But it's also totally inaccurate. Right. It's de- <laughs> the, the headline is definitely trying to get you to like <laughs> be shocked. Um, it's funny. I, it was funny when I first read it because I thought, oh, the people writing this article are writing it from a position of like, isn't this shocking? Mm-hmm. And I read it and was like, yep, sound, sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds correct for yeah, how the I world thought, is. Oh, good. There's proof. Yeah. Now. Proof that yeah. all of this is bullshit. So the the real story <clears throat> continue. So there's a couple key things to know here. The key things are, first of all, this is not a business owner. This is an Instagram influencer. Mm-hmm. It's literally just a, a girl. She's 18 years old. Oh, I I didn't realize she was that young. Yeah. She, she's I a mean, child. she looked young. She's literally a child. So she's 18 years old. She, you know, she's one of these people that posts pictures of herself pretty, like almost always. Um, and, you know, has garnered a huge following and gets people send her shit. And she does promo posts and ad posts and stuff like that. Um, and so apparently from what I gathered, it looked like, either she approached a clothing company or a clothing company approached her yeah and basically you know went into a pretty standard agreement for hey we're gonna produce this line of t-shirts and you like quote unquote designed them which means she picked words and put them on t-shirts or something really is that oh i don't know i have no idea but it wasn't like she's not a fucking fashion designer i mean it sounds like it was a little bit more complicated than that like, did you see her response? Yes. That it was seven designs. Right. So it was seven and designs. none of them were t-shirts. And <laughs> they they were asking, basically they were saying they needed some sort of commitment of like pre-sales, which is common for most companies to launch something, especially when it's like they're, you know, asking a designer to come on and do something that's not produced by them. And or, the commitment you know, was... 36, 36 of seven, of seven designs. different designs. So all like it wasn't like if she gets 36 of one design, it's a go. She had to get all of them. So that's 252, 252 pieces. Individual items. Yeah. Which, you know, is still like in in the idea that we live in this world where people think that if you have 2.6 million followers that you. you that can, seems very reasonable. Like if I had that I many mean, followers. Because I, yeah. I was saying to a couple people, I'm like, if I got a licensing deal with somebody and they were like, hey, you need to you need to individually garner this many sales. Like I could get I could sell 252 of something mm-hmm. if it meant this is a deal or no deal. Like if mm-hmm. it was a this is a make or break situation for me to have further sales of this item. Like I would fucking campaign the shit out of that. I'd be sending out mailing list things. I'd be doing a giveaway. I'd be every single post I did would be like, Hey, reminder, yeah. doing these t-shirts. Yeah. And some people were saying she did nothing to promote it. Um, I have no idea. I assume that if there were posts, she's pulled them. 
because it, she didn't go yeah, through right. with it. It didn't happen. Well, so, so it's not like we can go back. I think that's not the case. There were several people who who specifically said like all you had to do was like post a picture of you in one of these shirts. And then there was the the talk was there were no shirts to post in. Well, you know they must saying? have had because she did a like fashion shoot with it. She right. talked about how she rented a right. studio. So she had. But then she didn't post any of those photos really right that's the thing that people are like you have to do the work so are they're positive yes <sighs> I, I think there was a thing in there were a couple of different things in here where uh two or three different other people were like you have you actually have to follow through on the work that you did and like promote this. she must have posted that it was available right um i think at one point she did yeah. i mean the problem is that i do think because she deleted her original right, post. She did, yeah. That she's probably deleted other posts that were about here by the right. thing. Because yes, she doesn't want people available. finding yeah. it. Yeah. I, I assume that there are posts that have been deleted. Thing, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt for most things just right. because she's 18. And I think the question here about like why this was so shocking is that they are saying, like, you know, she even if she told her 2.6 million followers one time, mm -hmm. Hey, go pre-order this t-shirt. She couldn't even get 0.001% of those yeah. people to go buy a t-shirt. Yeah. That's, that means that I could post something like to, to make it relative. Mm -hmm. Like that's saying a person that has 2.6 million followers couldn't get 260 sales. That would be like me not being able to get half of a sale. Sure. And like, there's so many factors that I can't account for. Like, I right. don't know what the designs were. Right. We, I don't yeah, know how much they cost. The, yes. Yeah. So I don't know how much of a reasonable ask this is. I think that it turned into something more than it should have because of her response. That's what. Yeah. I think that's well, what. And I think her response is what this whole story is. The fact that yes. she was willing to say, yes. hey, I have all these followers and I couldn't sell. It, well, it also show it's, it holds a mirror up to like, first of all, being 18. Mm. Like, I don't even want to think of my, like how I would speak to a failure of mine in front of 2.6 million people when I was 18 years mm -hmm. old. Like, come on. I mean, that's a huge ask. And also I think she could have easily lied about what she, happened. Of course, but she's 18 and doesn't know how to do that yet. Like she's, you know what I mean? Like, They've, they've not been people who are 18 right now were are raised in a world where you share everything and you're fucking mm. transparent that we were raised in a time that's like hide your feelings in a sure. box and lock them up and throw them under your bed and then burn them down to the ground. Still doing <laughs> that. <laughs> but she, I think there's a couple things in her, her response that since has been deleted. Oh, okay. Um, she wrote, she wrote something. The one thing that stuck out to me as being really weird is that she said, she said, I have to sell at least 36 pieces knowing I've become super irrelevant. Yeah. The grammar on I that. I already knew it weird. was going to be hard. Yeah. Which to me sounds like she's being self-deprecating, right? Like that's what that sounds like to me. It where does. She's like, well, clearly I couldn't sell this many because obviously I'm, no one gives a shit about me. Yeah. Like she's, and also the wording of that is why everyone thought she only had to sell 36 right. t-shirts. Right. She didn't. It's she kind of wasn't her own clear. fault. Yes. Yeah. 
And then she said, I was getting such good feedback that people loved it and were going to buy it. No one has kept their word now and the company won't be able to send out orders to people who actually bought it. And it breaks my heart. Don't worry, you'll get a refund. I sent out PR packages to friends, but I didn't get any feedback from them, which I can understand because people are busy and I don't expect to be their number one priority. Like this whole thing is written by a, an 18 year old girl. Yeah. It's very like part of me is like, oh, we're, we're we live in a dangerous time where you're sharing shit that feels real crazy but also you're like oh sweet baby well and also like, <laughs> like thank god you're learning this lesson now oh my god yes like it's, yeah she has so much time to learn from this and come back and do it better yeah it's really interesting because i i do think she i mean she will recover from this just fine it'll yeah. be fine hopefully this has given her a bit of a reality check as to like your life isn't this and if you want to be creating product and putting stuff out in the world and working with other companies and brands, like maybe you've learned a little bit of a lesson mm -hmm. and maybe you've realized that like you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket. Well, she didn't put any eggs in the basket though. Like, yeah, it's that whole dropship mentality. Right. The right. I'm not going to fully invest in this thing until it's actually sold. Right. Well, had she owned all of that? Oh, yeah. This is the conversation that Anna and I had back and forth that Anna actually brought up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, duh. Like how all of us run our businesses where we actually own everything. Right. You don't have the choice to back it. out of something. Right. We're we're dedicated. We have to sell this. You also, it exists. You also aren't flash in the pan trying to sell something. You don't have a limited time of like, if I don't sell this, it's over. Mm -hmm. You you're like, cool, that didn't work. This thing did. Let's try that again. Let's liquidate this. Let's discontinue this line. Like she's literally been given one opportunity and told like, it would be like somebody coming to me and being like, we want you to design a line of cards but we're only going to order them and produce them if you sell X amount of units. So that happened to me. Yeah. Um, I wrote a bit about it in one of my comments on that post. Um, eight years ago. I don't even know anymore. Time is just like oh. <laughs> time is irrelevant. Um, eight years ago when this girl was 10. This, <laughs> this company that was called weave w e apostrophe oh, stop -E. it. i thought you were gonna say like weave w three three <laughs> v and i was annoyed by that at the time point. because you could never just say it's called weave without saying also -E it's spelled this way i know it's yeah. so terrible um but it was like launching and they had gotten a hold of me for designing exclusive things to be sold on their website and I was working with both the CEO and like someone else in the company. And we went back and forth on for designs for like months, like me showing them this. They're like, what if you did this? And like, it was really involved. Um, and I had everything purchased. Um, we did a product shoot and a lookbook shoot with all the designs. And it was like, ready to go it was like ten thousand dollars worth of inventory and all of a sudden this one email i get from her just casually mentions something about how the designs won't get put into production like i won't get 
the go ahead to make it and get money for it until X number of people commit to buying it, which I had never, ever heard anything about. Yeah. And I was immediately like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're like, Oh no, no, no. We'll fix this. Sorry. We didn't tell you that. Like, we'll just buy everything. And I'm like, Nope, no, 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 I don't want your money. I don't want to work with you. No, you sound like terrible people. It also sounds like you're putting every ounce of the risk on me. Yeah. And none, zero like, on What you. do you mean I bought all these things yeah. and took photos for them for something that thing, may not ever get made? It would be one thing made. if they purchased all, if they were like, here's $10,000. They were going to do that. To buy And I didn't with. want their money anymore. Yeah. No, I mean, that's probably the best decision. I think that it's, it, it is interesting because I, I think still had a job then. It, so. Well, right. Yeah. <clears throat> it's interesting because I think that because of how shit has changed and like the way people start businesses and like don't actually make things and don't kind of like part of running a business is like you have to fucking suffer through some shit like you have you have to have things fail things are going to fail think you're going to be very successful and be 10 years in and fail like it's part of running a business giant corporations fail all the fucking time think about not car lines that go away and sure products that yeah. you never see again because they don't fucking sell like sometimes things don't sell like it doesn't matter how many people want to see pictures of you wearing hot pants like that's doesn't equal they'll do anything you say um i feel like weird actually wanting to reference the book that Oh, that I we're also going to talk about? Yeah, we're doing Do a book review later, but it's like teaser for- I'm finding things way more relevant than I thought they would. He talked about how like initial launches are never like the most successful yeah. thing. Yeah. Like that's just a when you launch something new, you're putting it out there with all these unanswered questions. Yeah. And um, you get the response from the people, what sells, what doesn't. And then that is your chance to make adjustments and do it better. And you just kind of do that yeah, over and keep, over again because yeah. you can't know the answers and right away. And when it's that all guessing. does happen, like sometimes people accidentally stumble upon mm-hmm. an initial success, but that's not normal. Like that's not, that's not like, you can't try once and then quit she needs to use this and like obviously not enough time has passed yeah but like the format that company gave her is just it doesn't work you also have to remember that like 90 percent of companies like this like bigger companies or companies that are kind of operate in this way where like they don't have in-house designers they're not manufacturing things from Mm. nothing they're literally trying to outsource pretty much every aspect of how they make money like you have to remember that they don't give a shit about yeah. you yeah that you are so it's i mean we're gonna get into this when we do the anthropology episode but like mm. it it's just like remember that they don't they're not trying to help you they're no. not they are not looking out for your best interest the only person that can do that is you and they also know that like it seems really appealing to have a company that has money and and 
credibility and like a widespread marketing plant like to a little nobody individual person even somebody that has 2.6 million followers on instagram like it you go oh my gosh they want me and oh they're gonna help me do this and i don't have the capital to do that oh my god this is amazing but then guess what you agree you agree to do something and then they're gonna manipulate the situation to help them they're gonna make sure they make the most money you make the least money you potentially get limited credit if any at all and like they're not here they're not trying to like pro bono help small business owners that's Uh -uh. not what they're doing they're trying to make money period end of story like so for people to be like for her it's very sad where she's just like i thought this was gonna be this and i thought like apparently i'm irrelevant like no fucking shit honey like tell them to eat a dick and go and do something else like it didn't work out move on i think it was sort of destined to not work out on the first try no matter what she did just because like she's i don't know how many years she's had the account the instagram account but she's pro- probably a few years right i would assume so people but also aren't she's a you- fucking minor if a couple years ago she was a minor is that allowed i don't know i'm such i'm so ignorant people about aren't used to being sold right. things from yeah. you um which in some ways is good because she's built up a relationship with people right, with never genuine. asking yes. them to give her money yeah she's not constantly um, being like by the way this is for right. sale um so which I think is why like she's going so sh- from like, yeah. they're just not used to giving her money. Like in some ways, yeah, she's spent a long time building trust with these people and it should have worked, but it's a transition right. going from I mean, like just liking her photos to yeah. giving her money. I mean, even is those a big of us jump. who are literally trying to get people to buy some stuff from us as like the entire purpose of our Instagram feed, people are still like, Oh, right. I thought we were friends, but now you're asking me to buy a card. Yeah. No, I know. There's so much <laughs> about like, that yeah. in this book that I loved and makes sense to me. And I'm like, I feel like I got some clarity about things. Oh it's going to be so helpful. Um, and actually one quote that now. The book I'm, she's talking about is The Company of company One. Company of One. And uh, we're doing. Who's it by? Paul somebody or other? <laughs> Paul Jarvis. Is that, did I pull that name out of nowhere? <laughs> I think it's pathetic that I've listened to like seven his hours voice. of this book and I don't know what his name is. I think is. it's Paul Jarvis. That's my guess. It is. It's Paul Jarvis. Boom. Um, okay. On the other hand, because people were talking about how she didn't promote it at all, right. which or we don't actually know if it's yeah. true. Maybe not enough. They but think. a quote that he mentioned in the book um from austin cleon who i haven't read his book he is the steal like an artist book oh yeah i know everyone's read it and i haven't for whatever reason uh the quote was um people want to be the noun without being the verb which i really liked yeah it's deep um and i feel like that could potentially apply to what happened here yeah it's that um this culture we've built up about being an entrepreneur, being self-employed. I work for myself. Like everyone like fantasizes about that. Yeah. It's like this mysterious. Don't want to actually do the work, which is 
boring sometimes. They want like it's the terrible. Pretty, they, people yeah. see the facade of what it yeah. is to be a business owner and they think it's so novel and lovely and blah, blah, blah. I mean, this happens. And to be fair, we like for a long time, it was unacceptable for us to say, oh, yeah. it's, this is actually kind of awful. Yeah. But I love it so much. I don't care. Right. We just, we all made it sound too good. Well, I think it's because for a while we were told like you should you should Be hide that part. You yeah. should hide that it's a struggle. You should hide that your taxes make you nervous. And, and I still do. You should hide. hide. Well, yeah, you, you know. hide a certain amount of it, but I think it's also like being I don't want my customers to hear that right. to be honest. And you also don't want to be you don't want that to be your MO. You don't no. want to be I mean cuz there are some people, I mean there's some makers that I follow that like I it's I can't with how and much, it might work for them. Like, I don't know. And if know. it does, good lord, what a terrible life you've set yourself up for. I don't know to be like, like constantly like complaining and and kind of begging for people to give you money. Like good lord, it's so it is. It's a personality so they've set for themselves though. And like guess what? Some people get through their life with that and it's fine. But like it doesn't make me want to support you. Right. So you're not their target audience. Yeah, which is gr- fine. That's great. I think that that does work for a certain customer. A certain and customer gravitates It's interesting that. too because I think that there are customers that kind of think like people don't, people have like these weird ideas of like, well, I like when companies do this mm-hmm. and I li- yeah. like the people that are like, I want to see pictures of your family and your house mm-hmm. and your husband and I want you to tell me all about your doctor's visit. <laughs> And it's like, well, fuck you. I'm not. And then when I don't do that, like Mm -hmm. when Orange Beautiful doesn't overshare and like tell a bunch of shit, then then somehow I'm supposed to feel like I'm disappointing some amount of a potential customer base that I could have. But then I'm like, no, that's they're not mine. Those aren't my customers. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Like, it's like when I go to the show, I keep I've been telling this to so many people since the spring show where that woman told me that asked me if I had cards that were sweet. And I was like, nope, <laughs> sure don't. I was like, here's some people who have cards that are sweet. Which is the response you can give because you've been doing this for so right. long. But right. if you're just starting out, you may hear that. And, and then you're like, I, I better make some add sweet cards. Card. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the thing. I mean, I feel like this about custom work too, where I'm like, no, there's just a certain type of custom work that I don't do anymore. When people send me inquiries about whether or not I'll do their wedding invitations, I'm like, nope. I won't. Thanks for asking. That's why I don't do custom work at all. It's just like, there's a certain amount, but guess what? 10 years ago, I was like, I don't care what you're asking me to do. I'll do it. I need fucking money. Like I need, like I'm in a place where like, I don't have a reputation. I don't have a longstanding company that, that is allowed, you know, that has the ability to just be like, no, 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 not doing that. Um, so I get it, but I all, but it also doesn't really help me feel like, you know, I think a lot of people feel like, well, if I just dilute everything about myself, won't, won't I have more followers? Won't I have bigger sales? Won't I have more, you know, like, won't people pay more attention to me? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, maybe, but no, they're not real. That's the vanilla ice cream option. Instead of the pistachio, <laughs> yeah. you're going to do the ice gonna, cream I'm analogy. Gonna, uh, Monica didn't jump on board with my idea, but I want to write a book, a small book that's a coffee table small no a tiny a little, tiny little art yeah, book that's um just um 
it's a book about life using only ice cream analogies. I think that you don't do steal that. my idea. Don't, me? Don't steal your idea? No, like listen. oh, j- the world. It, that's ours. I think you've got oh, several people that it. can like jump on board and be your illustrator. Like, just call sure. it Jenny. Just get Jenny to do it. <laughs> She'll do it. Um, she can make you sweet little illustrations. I've never promoted a future your... episode so much. <laughs> <laughs> we better we have to do it now it's gonna Can't, happen no backing out um i think i don't know it's da- the i feel like the internet obviously is a terrible place we all know this that's you know a given um but it is weird how it is weird how much personal emotion is involved in business now because mm. of the internet like Everyone has to be careful of what they say and how they say it. But then at the same time, while we're all being super sensitive to like bullying people and like harassing people there, it's also no holds barred. Yeah. Like literally you can be a giant flaming asshole to everyone on the internet and you will never be held accountable for it. Yeah. There's like, we're very concerned about kids being bullied, but not adults. No, but then we're also like, please use these proper pronouns and please use these certain phrases and please speak to people in this way and make sure you like ask people permission to do this. But then at the same time, it's like, you're allowed to tell me that like, you're going to come murder my family in the comments of my Instagram feed. Yeah. That's not a personal uh, story. No, that did not happen to me. I mean, if honestly, I've seen a lot of shitty comments, but I really, the one that's, most current and I I mentioned before we started recording if you want to see what I think is the worst in humanity um look at um minimalist baker's Instagram account she um has always been a vegan uh blogger I think it's so terrible that like that like when you were about to be like this is where you're going to find the worst comments it, ever. I'm and you're not like, kidding. It's a vegan baker. I've never blog. seen people be so fucking, fucking awful. Oh, um, so she's um, now like for like health reasons needs to start eating fish and eggs. And so she told die. everyone. You must die. <laughs> she gave everyone a heads up that this was going to happen. She was going to start making recipes for it. Look at her post that has oh a God. photo of salmon on it. And you will see the same people that I'm pretty sure are very aware of like addressing people the right way, yes. not using. If you ever said to them that they were a bully, and, they'd be yeah. like, oh, no, I am so kind to everyone and supportive of every type of person. But I will tell this lady who ate salmon it, that I want it, her to terrible. die, that it's she's so a terrible t- human yeah. being yeah. and that she should be punished and all they needed to do was quietly unfollow her that's all you gotta do because i like i understand if you're a vegan and you don't want to see meat in your feed yeah it's i'm gonna go back to my gun analogy just unfollow there are a bunch of people on instagram who post constant pictures of their gun collection (coughs) and guess what do i follow any of those yeah no i've never seen that because (laughs) yeah i don't want to see it I don't like, why would I follow that? I'm also Mm -hmm. like, I don't support organized religion. So guess what? I don't follow things that are overtly religious. And I I don't don't need to tell anyone why. Like 
I just, choose to not like if you just if you're triggered by seeing pictures of cheese, don't that's fine. follow things about cheese. Don't follow the lady that like is a fucking works at a dairy farm. I like, mean, don't follow her. I feel like <laughs> ugh, I might have read this recently and now I don't know where. So I feel bad when I can't remember where I saw something, source. but um, it was something about like, don't be the reason that um someone else's day is ruined i did i butchered that but you know but i get the point but like yeah it's like how do you feel the person who commented on that salmon photo who wrote unfollow i don't want to see flesh in my feed or you know that was congratulations actually not like that different from something i I actually read yeah um do you feel better that you just yeah, you contributed does. to yep. ruin, or is so, it because everyone else was doing it that you felt that so your individual my, comment didn't matter? My theory about that, I think that th- that people that post those kinds of comments do it regularly. I think about it a lot in terms of that lady that I had to kick out a show of hands. Hmm. Like there are people that my theory is that psychologically emotionally mentally those people feel terrible about themselves they i i think about it constantly when i have like a bad interaction with somebody or someone is being really difficult and you kind of can't logic it out like i can't think like why is she because i try like customer service kind of things i always try to be like where are they coming from like what are they thinking what, are they just having a bad day? Are they like, are they just terrible people? Like, do they, did they have a shitty childhood? I don't know. I have a lot of bad like, days of course. and I don't do that. But, but that's what I'm saying is that there are certain people who don't understand how to like compartmentalize their own. They don't have empathy for other people. I think they, these people they, obviously think these specific people obviously yeah. think they have empathy. They have so no, much but, empathy but right, that but they can't even see a piece of fish. There's a difference. Feet. There's a difference between having empathy and thinking you have empathy. Maybe they just have empathy for animals and not people. But I think the problem is, is that trolls in general, nothing the, against the, vegans. The thing that will make people write a trolling comment mm-hmm. in my opinion is that they they don't they feel deep down inside that they don't have any value like that they they believe that they like have they have to come up with things to be like no i i'm really into this sports team that's my thing or i really like uh classic cars that's my thing or i make you know like some of us do it in a really healthy way. Some of us show off our identity and personal expression in really healthy, constructive, supportive ways. Like we start our own business or we paint at night or we read books or we take care of the elderly as a volunteer. Like, but then there are other people who for whatever reason did like their energy for like showing off that they're worthy of existing is to be like, I have an opinion. Here's my Mm -hmm. opinion. I have a belief. I have a platform. I'm an advocate for something. And the internet has grown this like whole culture of people that now have been shown, oh, if you say something divisive or if you get on a platform or if you have an agenda, like people will pay attention to you. Maybe negatively, 
but it's at least someone paying attention to you. I think um, people don't know how to, they can't see the line between um, when that behavior is actually productive. Okay, for example, I'm trying to think of when I might do something similar to that. Not that I have, just because I don't like, yeah, what would be a situation um, that would make if I you... saw a comp like I'm thinking about the recent world market stealing yes. the pin design. Yeah. Let's say I don't know, did World Market like post, hey, new pin? Let's say they did. I have no idea. I right. don't follow World Market. And if you and do they everybody post that stop pin. following World Market. Right. Stop buying shit from there. Jesus. Um so they stole a small designer's pin design. Like it's not even, yeah. oh, it's kind of similar. It's, yeah, it's the exact, it's the exact yeah. fucking thing. And also, I mean, that's a whole episode. We can and I into. don't, we don't know how it happened. Did they, did they copy it on their own? Did they buy it from a I'm, factory who was I'm selling it? 100% sure that they bought it from a catalog yeah. of things sure. that a Chinese company was selling. It seems like, and that the yeah, real copyright infringement is from the Chinese company, yeah. but world market has, they the, need to do due they diligence. Need, yes. They, it's their job. They to should know that find out. Yeah literally do a google image yeah. search once it's very very easy it i can do it right now on my phone yeah um <laughs> so i could see or um yeah so any designer friend yes. of mine if their design got stolen i'd get up there and, yeah, and yell for cast them. your vote and say this is wrong because we've all decided that that is a good way to make change right, right? yeah um probably some other like political things fighting for you know right. whatever um i can see that being a legitimate thing that we can yell about but <laughs> yelling about someone's choice to start eating fish again right to what ruin her day yeah. to uh, she must have an intense amount of guilt already right like that is not why can't you see the difference? She also isn't posting a picture of salmon and, and being like, all vegans are terrible no. fucking idiots because they're not eating salmon. Like she's, she's not added doing like that. two she's, non-vegan recipes. And she's been very clear about like why she's doing it. And, and like, she did it well. She has not been apologetic at all. Good. That's good. Yeah. Um, don't ap- I think stop it's just apologizing. This episode isn't rule. about like veganism, but no, as someone who... Um, had like does try to eat vegetarian and occasionally vegan. I feel like they're doing themselves a disservice because this made yeah. me not want to have anything well, to do so with that's it. The other thing is like they should be wanting to promote people to not convert fully to being vegans, right. but eating more vegan. But foods. also like pe- that's the problem is that like in any category of people in any whatever you're talking about, if it's I'm a vegan or I'm a Ren Fair person or I, or I'm like a book nerd, like whatever your thing is that you're like, I categorize myself as this. There's always a, such a wide range of like normal people all the way to lunatics mm-hmm. that like now you're making it hard for everybody. I mean, it's the same as we talk about when it's like that weird blurry area between like, so if you're at a maker market, you now have officially said uh, like the per- the show letting you a person that's like literally an MLM mm. into this market for maker people where it's like, I'm a small business and I made this with my fucking hands. 
And then you put me next to an MLM where somebody ordered a bunch of shit from a catalog and then just like put a custom label on it. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're muddying the waters. And then like, who, what are we getting mad about? Like who's fighting which fight? And now, but now you've basically classified, like now someone who doesn't know the whole story can be like, Oh, vegans are crazy. Like, no, they're not. Just those people who happen to yeah, be vegans. There were a lot of people, not as many people, but there were a lot of people defending her. Right. Um, so it's like, and it's you, like, and then you don't, I mean, it's the same when we talk I about, I mean, I follow her. Right. Cause I like, yeah, the dairy the, free yeah, recipes. You want to see the recipes. Like, I think it's weird that like <laughs> we do, we talk about this with politics all the time where it's like when people are crazy liberals and they're all the way on this fucking other mm -hmm. side of the world saying insane things. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, like I'm trying to tell people I'm a liberal, but I'm not like you. Yeah. Like you're talking crazy lunacy and you're not helping the situation. Right. So it's like, there's just, we've created this world where people want to be the most something mm. they want to mm. be the the most something the big i'm the biggest fan i know the most about this tv show i know the most about veganism i'm the i'm the best example of a feminist i'm the best example of a gardener like everyone else who's not doing it the way i'm doing it is not a true gardener <laughs> Like, fuck you. Like, think about it that down. way. I'm like, oh, there's nothing that I feel that way about right. myself. Like, I literally run my own craft show that I started from fucking scratch with my own money. And I would never in a million years stand up and be like, listen, uh, craft shows, I'm the expert. I'm the number one. I mean, you I are going on a different podcast in a couple days I to am. be interviewed about running a craft show. And you're going to have to sound pretty confident about it. Oh, I'm fucking confident, but I would yeah. never, I would never like go on Amder Productions Instagram and mm. be like, you're doing yeah. it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a fucking joke. Like, that's terrible. Why would I yeah. do that? To prove that I'm great? That doesn't prove that I'm great. It proves that I'm really insecure. It proves that I have no confidence in what I'm doing. Like the people who literally will be like, I know all this information about X. And it's like, Oh, wow. Thank you for sharing it with us in a comment thread. Like, I'm so glad that like the professor at John Hopkins university is telling me all his knowledge in a comment thread. Like yeah. that's not happening. I mean, yeah, I think the stupidest people are talking about shit in comment threads. Yeah. Or even like, don't even DM someone unless no, if someone asked people. for advice, then you get to answer. That's why people have, that's why you see so many accounts that say, do not DM me, send me an email yeah. because that people are tired of navigating the like lunatics that are just like, hi, I have an opinion about how you're running your life. Mm -hmm. I don't need to know that. I don't care about your, I don't care about what I mean, you're saying. Partially why <laughs> I, rem I remind myself, I don't really want more exposure on social media than that right? because, because i don't know how it well i would up, handle that yeah, shit it opens you up to the masses i for see sure. it and i'm like oh i don't know that's I not mean, for me that's only happened like just a little bit with show of you hands get, yeah recently. i was thinking about that you get that occasionally on ads yeah for so you, show it's of on hands. ads yeah. and then and then on when Facebook. you open up um uh apps you yeah. get some shit facebook is the worst for it um, like there's points where I like there are certain posts where I'm like I'm not gonna put this over on Facebook because people will just 
want to have a conversation in the comments and I'm just going to delete them. I just like when I think I see these things, I think like everyone, we've got a response in our head, right? Yeah. Our first response. And then I, because I don't know, maybe just because I'm not young anymore, I don't feel the need to fire that off. And it's because you can't have a real conversation on social media or no. any internet, not even no. email, really. Oh, like, definitely not. I love a good, like, yeah, let's cash a it good out. Argument, yeah. not a yelling argument, yeah. just a like a discussion. People who are willing to see all the sides of things and willing to change their minds if necessary during it. And you like, can't do and also that like on bring up points where you're like, yeah. in my experience, this happened. Here's some examples. Like, whereas, yeah, you're never going to get into that kind of thing online. And it feels like people like because of how you interact with people on the internet, they're less willing to say, Oh, I didn't think of that. Right. You know, maybe I was wrong. They just dig their heels in. Yeah. They're like, no, go at it harder. You're wrong. Yeah. There's also, there's also the, the problem with the internet and email and, and when you don't, when you're not having a conversation in person, like you can't read context. Like you Mm -mm. can't read, you can't read sarcasm. Yeah, we just you can't about read that like earlier. you just can't you can't filter shit out. You don't know. And also people have terrible grammar and terrible yeah. typing skills and are doing shit on their phone in their car while they're driving. Like it like the fact that you will say something so angry or or sensitive or potentially upsetting in such a casual way. The fact that people will just so casually be like, no, you're wrong or Mm -hmm. you're an idiot or this is terrible or I disagree with you. And people are so flippant about it. Like is the worst part of it. Like if you're in you, the we've said this a million times, like the shit that people will say to you in an email or online, they would never for even $10,000 say to your face ever. I still feel guilty about uh, last year's episode when I named <laughs> that girl and made fun of her like crazy. And I hope to God she never hears it. Yeah. And like there is a difference. I I never said those things directly to her. I never would. Right. Because why? Right. But and at the time I thought there's no way in hell she will hear this right. and now i'm like you know what, what someone could does? tell yeah. her and i would be mortified if she heard that and even though you were also like yeah. using her as an example i know which i could have used her as an example without naming say, her yes. name right but i didn't yeah it was a huge mistake i told you we can fix that if you want to i think at, if this ever really really <laughs> takes off which is which ne- is unlikely never give up um <laughs> Uh, yeah, we would have to take it out of there. I mean, Josh would just re-edit it and bleep her name. Sure. That's, um, that's easy to do. He could literally do that like this week. Like I can't start this anti-trolling campaign when I did that. I mean, I you think know? you're being really hard on yourself. I think that's like an extreme example. I am really of, hard on myself. <laughs> like that's, I think that. I just, I don't like being hypocritical. And I think that no, the I, more yeah. and more we record these things and I say shit, all I can think is you are like hypocritical right. all the time, Michelle. I mean, it is hard. Like, <laughs> I mean, when we, when we did the episode where we went to markets for makers and we were like, how do we talk about this? Like we, we want to try so hard we, to not be assholes. Like there was part of it where we're like, we are going to this like 
to kind of figure out what the fuck's going on with it. We're also going to it and knowing the combination, like we picked four people who we know how we talk to each other. Mm -hmm. We know how you and me and Sarah and Julie interact with one another. We knew that going in, we weren't trying to be all knew it was careful and precious. Like, and also like the point of the podcast is we're being fucking honest and we're saying our opinions. So there's a, there's a weird, it's also, this is our podcast. We aren't, we aren't going on markets for makers, Instagram feed and trolling them and saying terrible things. We could have, there could have like, there's a fucking post on there about like dumb flower crowns. Literally I could have gone there and been like, this is a joke. What a waste of space. Yeah. There was no room for makers in the top of the floor because all there was was trash everywhere. Like I could have said that, but I'm not going to because I'm not a terrible human being. I feel like, like it doesn't serve yeah. a purpose. There has to be a balance between um, like just making fun of things for humor's sake, which can be very easy and very fun. Right. <laughs> um, and doing the like extreme opposite which is just like blowing smoke up everyone's ass and like telling everyone like don't do that either because that's also i mean it is interesting because i think that we've found that that the like i mean it's funny because this the podcast that i'm being interviewed on this weekend is the focus of their podcast it's called society is the podcast the focus of their podcast is community in chicago so they basically interview people that are parts of different communities in Chicago. So like I was telling you that the most recent one is about an actor that works in medieval times, which is hilarious. Like that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really interesting because you're like, they ask specific questions about like, well, what, you know, like do all the people who work at medieval times know each other? And like, they had this hilarious thing about, um, wanting to know if everybody that works in medieval times also goes to Renaissance fairs. <laughs> Cause they were like, this I has to be connected like actors. Right. Yes. So <laughs> that, but it was really interesting. Cause like, I've never been to medieval times no, and it neither. was fun to hear like kind of the business structure of it. Like kind of how, right. Like I'm now just remembering though, that my school always had field trips. Oh yeah. The they do field trips. Yeah, they do field and trips. And I refuse to go because I refuse to eat with my hands. So I'd be like the one kid who wouldn't go. What a loser. I didn't want to eat food with my hands. Did you have any friends when you were in school? (laughs) (laughs) You were like the kid with no friends because they were like, she's that girl that won't eat with her hands. She won't eat a fucking drumstick. I won't. Well, that brings up. I've talked about this before. Like I won't eat food that has bones that are on the bone. No. Gross. Weird. You're such a weirdo. Um, I was a vegetarian for a long time. But I think it's interesting because that, you know, so that I think each topic they talk about on this podcast like they then relate it to like well what's the community like and i in in kind of preparing my own answers to what they will probably ask me about show of hands and like the craft community i just started thinking about like oh it's so interesting that i can even think about like doing craft shows 10 years ago and how like you'd meet you'd meet people and you'd make some friends based on like doing the shows but there wasn't there wasn't this like can we all help each other mm. mentality? Oh no, for like, sure. It was way yeah. more like, I don't want to tell you where I bought my shopping bags. I feel like, like that's my trick that I learned. And now it's like people kind of, it it's assumed. And when somebody isn't kind of helpful and mm-hmm. open, 
you're like taken aback a little bit where you're like oh cool you're one of those business owners then and like yeah. the people who are really open with each other and kind of understand the value of having relationships with each other like they really thrive and like do collaborative projects and are in events together and put do things together and like open fucking stores together and like it it's interesting that those things really still have to be done in real life. Like you, like there's a certain amount of that kind of community that can happen online, but then you still are always like, well, but I want to meet that person. I want to meet them Mm -hmm. in person. I want to know them in person. Like it will, it will be better and more authentic if we can like have coffee together and like do a show together. And like, I I wish that we had the time and resources to like, always sit down with people yeah. on this. Yeah. Um we've been doing a better job yeah. of it. Um but and and having more meetups. We are working on scheduling working one. On one. Um I I think that our Facebook group is yeah. a good like nothing negative has ever happened ever, not, in yeah, it. Not even once. It's amazing. Um, and if it did we would shut it down. Oh, yeah. Um you get banned yeah we're not afraid of banning people (laughs) at Um, all so i mean i guess that gives me some hope that we've created i mean it's true like even people who are have like somewhat called us out on things because we make mistakes for sure have done it in such a positive way yeah they i mean no one has ever just like been horrible about something we did and usually it's something that yeah we shouldn't it's have merited said. right yeah, yeah. like it's yep, not we're not right. like uh calm down we're and just like thank, nope good yeah. point thank, thank you, you for, for being so nice and also it. like we're gonna move forward yeah remembering that that happened yeah so that we don't do it again because we just weren't thinking about it's, it like i know we're holding microphones and it, i think it's really easy to be listening to this and think come on you know you're being recorded but sometimes we get so into yeah an episode and i know that you know what i mean yeah and well we also have it's i mean the danger of us having already been friends who talk to each other about shit and then we started recording things is that yeah we do we do say things to each other that we shouldn't we that we wouldn't we would only say in the privacy of us having a conversation that we then are like oh shit right that's been recorded and that's why we have to talk about we have to have like pre-conversations about stuff sometimes where we're like i have to get this out of my system because i might say something inappropriate almost every episode (laughs) i when we're done i'm like i shouldn't have said something there's always something that i think oh do i need to do like a hey this is not what i meant when i said that thing no no i don't think so okay i mean unless you're like I don't know. Like, I can't, I mean, there are a couple things from the last one where I'm like, God damn it, Michelle. What did we Cause talk I was about just like having episode? a conversation. Well, oh, I'm not going to say it again. Oh, with Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. But there are two things that I'm like, no, nope, you could have kept your mouth shut on that. That's really cool. funny. I think that's the difference between you and me. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like to think that I'm a somewhat thoughtful person, but I also am real stubborn. I don't think I'm a thoughtful oh. person though. But you're thinking about, you're I, worried about offending people. I have those like I'll obsess on um you know 
thing like things i've I've said things other people if someone says something negative to me i'll repeat it in my head over and over and over again for like months i'll like i can remember things people said to me from years ago that i can't like oh yeah i mean i should go to therapy i I tend to i mean (laughs) i don't know that it's not i don't know that i'm like i don't think about if i said something inappropriate like i i do do that but i think there's a certain part of me that's like if i just said what was in my head if i just said my opinion or i was speaking the way that i i'm just talking the only way i know how to talk then like i shouldn't be apologizing i shouldn't be constantly apologizing for that like i said i'm i'm honest and i am not ever intending to hurt anyone i'm not ever intending to insult anyone yeah and so same part of me feels like if i say something that then i had no idea would offend somebody like that's not my responsibility and then if they want to tell me Mm -hmm. then i'll deal with it when they tell me i think a lot of people i think for all of the comments we see where people are saying, Hey, I'm offended. There are like, there's a huge percentage of more that are offended and didn't say anything. Oh, for sure. Um, like, Oh, I'm thinking about the book, the, um, there's some statistic about, um, in terms of like customer service that only a teensy percentage of people actually say, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in this thing. Um, even though like a huge percentage actually Mm. was actually, you know, like only a small percentage will say something about it. Sort of like, no, I can't remember it exactly. I'll get into it later. I mean, I think that's, I just, I listened to most of the book yesterday. I listened to seven hours of this book (laughs) on 1.25 speed. Oh my God. So there's a lot of information jumbled up in my Spurs brain around right in your now. brain. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know. I, the, it's hard to deal with because it's like, we're trying to simultaneously tell people to like be transparent and be, and, and speak your truth and be honest and be open about your feelings and have strong opinions and stand up for your rights and blah, blah, blah. You know, like we're saying all of these things, like, do whatever you want and say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But then we're like, but not that. Right. Like yeah. we're meet, we're it's like, so you're basically telling people to stand up and, and speak out and, and have their own identity, but only if it agrees with what you uh, believe. Sure. Because when you say that, like it's, I always think about like you do this too, where you have like the devil's advocate thing of like, so everybody's being like, Hey, like be powerful and strong and speak up. And like, you're a woman or you're a man or you're trans or you're whatever, like do speak your truth. And then like, what if their truth is that they're fucking racist? <laughs> yeah. Like what if their truth is that they really like semi-automatic weapons and believe that they should be like, so the, Oh wait. Oh, so then yeah. we're, then yeah. we're upset. Yeah. Like, then, Keep it to yourself. Oh, well, yeah. calm down now. Don't like shut up about that. Go in your house and lock the door with your gun cabinet right. inside. I don't want to hear about it. And of course but, I do not want to hear about right. it, but I, I but just have to I think accept creating, the fact that yes. my right to say my thing means that you Which have your stupid right to say your stupid and thing. And I'm allowed to believe that yeah. it's stupid. And yeah. you're allowed to believe that I'm 
an abomination against nature because I'm pro-choice. Like we're all allowed to believe what we believe. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where we've like, now we're in trouble because now like fucking liberals want to be like, Oh, don't let anybody tell you that you're wrong. Oh, calm down there. That's a, that is not the correct message. The correct message is live your life and have empathy for others. And uh, like, be a strong person and have convictions, but don't infringe your values yeah. and your beliefs on a, on upon other people. Absolutely. It's none of your fucking business. Just like your business, just like your uterus is none of that guy's business. His gun ownership is none of your business. It's, yeah. And until it's not an amendment, you you need to calm down. You're allowed to be. You're allowed to be positive and affect positive change. You should calm the fuck down mm-hmm. about attacking people. Yeah. The same as you don't want some random bunch of white people screaming at you about how you are a minority or they don't like your reproductive rights. They don't want you screaming at them about how their hillbilly lifestyle is a terrible thing that you disagree with. Like, they ha- they have a different life than you. They're different people than you. They live in a different world than you. And like nobody in Alabama with a gun license is affecting me. Mm-hmm. Like, should we be telling people they can't have fucking AK 47s in a closet in their house? Yes. Yes. I have this new thing. <laughs> That's um, different <laughs> for all the second amendment people yeah i think that you should be allowed to own the guns that existed when the second amendment was written right and that's it i think that you should have to take a test well yeah beyond that that's like what we every, take a test to drive cars be, everything should be that everything take a test. you should have to take a test to get a that's gun very easy you should have to renew a home gun ownership yeah. license you should have the same way that a fucking social worker has to come and check in on your foster yeah. children someone from the fucking government should come to your house and make sure your guns are properly stored licensed locked up and that you have proof of how you are using them yeah. why are they here fill out this questionnaire is it for protection is it to shoot game is it for sport do you go to the gun range prove all of that this feels very easy it's to solve simple without and, us just shouting we want to take your and guns also away. conversely i think that everyone should have to take a test when they go to fucking planned parenthood if you go to planned parenthood and you want fucking condoms or you want contraception contraception you should take a fucking questionnaire that says why are you getting this how old are you i think what, there is a thing that's so there you go done i, mean, I used then to already did get it. all my stuff at planned Parenthood. if i want to go in and i need an abortion fill out this questionnaire i'm pretty sure there is if you are i mean i haven't had to do that one like literally no cra- offense like oh my god see people? i do yeah, a little no i did that little no laugh yeah no offense and now i can hear someone being like oh, she just shamed people for I having abortions i would absolutely never do that i think that if everybody I'm lucky just, as hell that i didn't have to i very well probably should have had to because i was irresponsible as hell for a long and time and that's the thing is like if we make everybody feel like angry and defensive and shameful about whatever it is about their gun ownership about their fucking racism like like whatever it is if we could i all, would like to shame people for racism well, of course but, yeah. but also like step back from yourself and your own personal experience and realize that like 
there are people that live in this country that have that are white that have never met a non-white person think about that yeah like have a moment where you need to realize that their racism is not from i'm a fucking terrible human being their racism is from fear and ignorance and that's very different and it's the same with everything it's the same with abortion it's the same with gun rights like everybody freaks the fuck out and is like protect myself protect myself oh my god what are we doing right right now where are we We went on a crazy (laughs) tangent but it but it's all part it's all part of what we're talking about on the internet is like people i knew we'd get on this crazy opinions yeah and like you're everyone every time you see a troll comment that is negative and you read it and you're shocked by it the person that wrote it is terrified that is a terrified human being Mm. there's a lot of terrified people that's exactly right that is exactly right i that's what i truly believe i try really i mean i'm a very pessimistic person Mm -hmm. but i try not to think oh that's a terrible person i just like i I try to think something happened to them something's wrong with them and i feel bad and i try to come at it from a place of like compassion for like that is i feel really sorry for you that you feel that way and that you are so strongly convicted in that feeling of hating another person Mm. or being negative like that's really sad but also like it's funnier to me when people engage with that person right see i read that just don't talk to that person. i want to like help right right but I know that there's nothing no, I can do absolutely. that'll be helpful. And, and then and when feeling you, helpless, when you try to stand up sucks. and argue your point yeah. against someone like that, you are only fueling the yeah. fire. You are only making them feel justified. This is why I've never, ever jumped never, in. Yeah, there's don't n- ever do it. No. Um, yeah. So like, I don't know. I guess I'm always reminding myself for it is right. As I feel about all of my convictions, all of my beliefs that, that other person on the other side yeah. feels that way. Right. And there is no one to, there's no one who's like, Oh no, this is the right answer. No. Yeah. We're both allowed also, to be right in the same to way. To feel that right. Yeah. There's no higher authority. That's like, Oh no, you're the one who's right. Yeah. Their side is right. And you no. are wrong. It's also there isn't. the thing of the way that no one can come frustrating. Literally no one could ever, there's no argument that could ever exist in the universe where someone would convince me that I, I would change my mind about being pro choice. Sure. There's not, I there, it's not possible, but like, and, you know, as right as you f- feel you are about that, and that it's the someone same else as feels the other the direction. Way. It's the same as the other direction. There's no, you're not going to change their mind. I will not change their mind. And, and do I feel like changing their mind further validates my choice or should I just be feel strong in my own conviction? I mean, I do kind of wish like this isn't, I don't I'm not going to do the abortion like (laughs) conversation, but it's not like we're pro pro abortion. Well, right. I mean, that's the main, the whole idea is if you need to, you can, if you don't need to don't do it. Right. Like it's not that hard whatever yeah same with guns pretty clear yeah i hate guns yeah like hate them yeah so guess, so what? guess what i don't know i'm one. not gonna own i don't own one. one i don't buy one it seems really straightforward to me yeah but 
it's, it's, it's a not whole, straightforward. It's actually to most just about religion. <laughs> Whatever. Um, all right. I'm going to try and circle us back to T-shirt girl who <laughs> didn't really try to sell T-shirts. Apparently she does not want them being called T-shirts. Oh, Jesus. That's what she yeah, said. She's like, down. they weren't T-shirts. What are they? Tops? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is that better? I, I want to try and better? take her seriously. Oh, um, that's nice of you. I do. I don't. Um, here's what I feel. I feel sad for I just her. Wanna, she's a child, but I don't want to take her seriously because that's dangerous. I for mean, everyone else. I think there's maybe a little part of me that um, wishes that the thing I was doing when I was that young was, you know, took important. off. Yeah. Yeah. Like that we could have been the movie directors that we thought we were going to be right. when we were that yeah. age. Yeah. Um, and but also being like really glad that none of that stuff is digitalized. <laughs> um, uh, Don't worry. No so one cares. No one anyhow, cares about anything that anybody does. I'm it's just fine. thinking, I'm like next steps for this girl, right? Like close I down think her she Instagram to, account. <laughs> I think she needs get a real to, life and um, a real job and have human interactions with people and stop taking pictures of yourself. Well, that is one option. But let's say she does want for to like try this again. She wants to try it again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think she needs to um, like be more involved with the whole process. Like have some. Take a business class. Sure. Read a book about business. That would help. Like I kept I was thinking about her as I was listening to the book and thinking she could have really benefited from listening to this book or yeah. reading it. I, let, <laughs> no, no, she was, she's going to listen gonna, to if it. She's going to do anything with it. It's going to be listened to it. I used to read all the time. I don't have time for anymore, but I miss books. So weird. I have an audible so account. Um, and now I listen to books seven hours. Um, yeah. Um, I think there's anyhow, there is something to be said for like, how instantaneous everything needs to be. Like everybody feels like, I mean, it, all, all the makers we are friends with, like tons of the vendors and makers that we are friends with and work with do the same thing where they're like, I put it, I put this picture yeah. on the internet and no one bought Nothing it. happened. Yeah. And it's like, really? Do you, are you serious right now? Because that's not real. Yeah. Um, so they, he talks a lot about like launching things, um, I think she should have um, launched, you know, one one outfit, you yeah. know, um, he. Yeah. God, I keep talking about the fucking book, yeah, which I'm supposed book. to be saving. Save but the like uh, the idea was um, <laughs> it's in your brain to start small and launch fast was his thing. Yeah. Um, like if he said something about if um if you're not embarrassed by your first launch, you waited too long. Ooh. Yeah. I'm embarrassed by my first launch. So to like, <laughs> because all, all we can do is like when we launch something new, it's all guess, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, we have no idea. Like it's we also, can, like we do have an idea what our audience wants. Right. You've taken that information. Yeah. You've made your guesses based on that. And you launch and now you wait to see what happens. She saw what happened. Right. She needs to scale back. Yeah. Do it, it smaller again. and fast and learn and repeat. Yeah. Like Take what you learned. Do it again. 
Unless it turns out she doesn't actually care about it and then you quit. Right. Well, it's one or the other. I mean, and that's the thing too is like, do people feel that from her? Like, did she, like, I mean, how close was she? We don't know. And we also don't know what her marketing actually was. Like, she says she sent PR kits. What were Mm -hmm. those? We, she, she says that she had a photo shoot. What was that? Like, we don't really know. And so it's like, depending on, how much effort was actually put into yeah. those things and how good or bad the you know like were those also things... did she enjoy it right was exactly. it fun did people you... sense that she gave a shit about yeah. what she was doing or was she just like very typical influencer about it where it's like i mean I, as, in my opinion influencers are a giant joke like i've seen product promotions for things and like i would i would pay someone to not promote my i product think if you were just and it like an influencer who does nothing else yeah. i think they're people who are sort of accidental influencers well yeah yeah for sure and i've never followed her i just looked at those couple posts so i don't really know what her deal is. i just feel like the general maybe she i think she was like a singer or something oh, really? yeah uh-huh. the general like attitude of most of those things especially those accounts where it's just like a bunch of selfies is like it is very passive it's not genuine it's very like oh my god you guys i'm here i'm doing this here's my coke i bought like it's just very like there's nothing real behind it and i think that people kind of can sense that so like if she had that but same they followed kind of her attitude yeah but following somebody takes no effort following someone because you're like i like seeing these pictures of her wearing pants doesn't mean you're going to buy those pants. Yeah. Like that's, that's the reality of what influencers are. Like I firsthand know like that bullshit influencer thing with for show of hands, like Mm -hmm. that was absolutely a waste of time and money and a joke. And I was embarrassed for all of them because like none of what you did turned into anything real. It only benefited you Mm -hmm. and did nothing to benefit anyone else. Yeah, I don't know. I think she should consider herself lucky for having not had to buy all of that merchandise. Yeah. Like, you know, if I launch a collection and no one buys any of it, that's a much bigger loss yeah. for me because I've paid for all those same things. Her photo shoot, she mentioned. Yeah. I've did all that. Sending out PR things, taking well, the I mean, time. well, but like things, send but. making postcards, yeah, and sending out stuff and putting things on Instagram. Um, but like not only have I bought all the materials, but it's made and sitting there. Yeah, I spent months and has to be making sold. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess um, like yeah, on one side, consider yourself lucky that you didn't have to buy the merchandise, but. Maybe if you had bought the merchandise, you would have tried harder to sell it. Right. Or maybe it would have been, you would have been more thoughtful about like yeah. how this should be sold yeah. and what price it should be right. and how you market it. And maybe just like be more invested yeah, in it. Like be f- actually more invested. I yeah. think like the whole p- problem with passive income is that it's hard to be passionate about it. Yeah. And people can sense that people like your customers can feel that like depending on what they're, if they're, if people are being very choosy about how they spend their money, which they sure as hell are right now, like then they don't, they're not, you know, they're not going to pull the trigger on something where they're, and also there's something to be said about like 
if there were people who were thinking about buying something and then they were like, she's got 2.6 million followers. She doesn't need me to order something. Yes. Right. Like what about that? There's that whole phenomenon. Oh my God. You're right. Like, like, Oh, she only has to sell 200 t-shirts. Like I don't need to be the one that buys that. She's got 2.6 million other people that have more money than I do. Yeah. I'll let them do it. And then guess what? And that's why she was like, Oh yeah. People told me that they supported it and liked it and would definitely show up and buy one. Doesn't mean they will. I mean, you think like that happens to me too. Um, but yeah, like, when, yeah. when I'm dealing with such a small amount of followers compared to hers, you think that still exponentially she could pull that off. Right. Yeah. Even if, even if 10% of her followers are actually engaged, even if 1% of her followers are actually engaged, that's more followers than I have total. So what, like what's going on there? So I think it's the, yeah, it's that question of like, if I post a like buy this thing and there's a link to my shop, like I'll get a couple sales off of that. So Mm -hmm. like, shouldn't a couple sales times 100 be 252 sales? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it should. So I don't know. There are too, there are too many factors we don't know um, that we don't know the specifics of. Um, it but is it's still a fun discussion it's to also, have. It's also something to kind of like, I mean, that's why I posted it in the two, in the groups, because I was like, I really thought it would get a little this, bit more, Yeah, but whatever. I mean, yeah. yeah. Did you think you would sell 36 t-shirts? No, I mean, um, like <laughs> I got really riled up about it and well, tried to talk to Steve about it. Who was like, I don't give a shit yeah. about this. I think it's just, it brings up a lot of important things about like how much importance we all put on our Instagram and how much expectations we have of things. And it's like, we don't have like, wouldn't we all kill to have 2.6 million followers? Not what, really. Would our sales be, do we actually believe that that's the key to having more sales? She just proved that it's and not. And like, here you go. I mean, here's a real world example of yeah. like that, that isn't, it's not a guaranteed thing. Right. You thinking that, oh, if I could just get to 10,000 followers so I could have that fucking swipe up, mm-hmm. you think that's going to change shit? No, it's probably not. I mean, I would like the swipe up, but ultimately we've got the product link thing it should just be a thing that people can have since we can link products i don't really need the swipe up right um wait i I was going somewhere god damn this keeps happening it's because you're old (laughs) it's because your brain's broken um nope wait nope it's gone you're never getting it back. <laughs> I really wish we could rewind about the about her having so. Oh many no! Fo- I guess yeah. I guess I was thinking. I'm hoping this inspires more people to come out and be like, "Hey, the reality of social media is actually this." Yeah. Um, and just taking some of the power away from Instagram. I think it's also that people need to remember that like if you it's that whole like be the better you know be the world you want to be in like be the better person if you want the world to be a better place like you have to be a part of that like if you want Instagram to be something that works for what you're doing you you also have to participate like you Mm -hmm. can't you can't expect everyone to show up for you and then you don't show up for anybody. Like you the party analogy again. Yeah. Like Thanks, you can't Kate. do that. Like you, it, it's, it's hypocritical to be like, I post twice a week and the, and I don't interact with anybody's feeds. I don't comment on anything. I don't share anybody well, how else's How do you stuff. do that when you have that many f- comments and stuff? How are you supposed to interact with that many people when you're 
one person running your account. Right. But I mean, yeah, it's like the fact is, is like, I think that people tend to be really hypocritical about that kind of thing Mm -hmm. where like, like I, I certainly don't make as much money like on my online shop as I would like, I would like to, I would like there to be like, I would like to be able to like post things on Instagram and like send out an email newsletter and like have that immediately turn into like consistent sales and like things coming in and have that feel really rewarding all the time. But like, that's unrealistic. And like it, if, if I can show up for people and like support them and like pay attention when people post things and pay attention to when people have events and go to those events, like I'm going to hope that at the very least someone might do that back to me. Mm. Like, I'm going to hope that like people will come to fucking show of hands and people will support those makers and people will pay it forward in some way. But like if you're never doing that, if you're literally just sitting around boohooing about your hashtag coming back to you or what, like yeah. you're not helping. You're the reason why this is failing. Then. Well, I feel like you are a really good example of what we should all be doing, which is like showing your audience um, that you you have fully bought into like the handmade lifestyle. Like you support yeah. like you have handmade versions of everything. literally everything except for well no I was about to say paper towels because like when you paper towels <laughs> you have handmade paper towels yeah cool um <laughs> uh yeah do you have handmade toilet paper too uh no I do not <laughs> um if somebody at show of hands made it I would buy that. <laughs> you heard it here apply with your handmade <laughs> toilet paper company you'll get into the holiday show um but like seriously like if you are showing videos and behind the scenes stuff of your life and your life is powered by target and amazon oh my god everybody why should anyone buy yeah. into your handmade how do you business? not think that that makes you seem like a fucking hypocrite yeah. like that absolutely and he like, talked about that sort of in the book too. Like you so. can't, I, I don't know. It's just, there's something about like, not just don't be so self-centered, like try really hard. Like, even though everybody's like, focus on your business, focus on you, do what you want. P- think about yourself, take time for yourself, self-care, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you actually need to go outside of yourself and look back at you as like, if I was a customer of this company, Mm, mm -hmm, does it mm -hmm. make me feel, do I feel like they give a shit? Do I feel like they don't even care enough to like take a good photo? Do I feel like they don't tell me anything about why they're doing this or what they're doing? Like, do I, do I care about it at all? What makes me buy something from someone? Yeah. What, what level of emails annoys me? What, what kind of Instagram engagement, you know? And like, yeah, you're not going to be correct. You're not going to, that's not going to be what everybody thinks and feels. But like, if you just sit around being totally selfish about like, well, I have this many followers and I did these six events and I spent this much money on stuff. All of this should equal I'm great and fantastic. And why don't, why am I not getting sales? That's not how business works. And it sure as fuck not how, instagram or social media works yeah like people we're gonna get into so much of this stuff later and i'm so excited it's just it's i want i wish that people could be like a little less like i don't know 
just be more realistic about like how the world works and don't be so like this isn't fair well walking around thinking that you're owed something right like you're not owed shit you have a pointless job you make dumb shit for dumb people that is not i I had a little bit of a hard time like thinking about that when um trying to apply these lessons yeah. because he offers services. So a lot of this yeah, is like service based and I'm stuff, like, jewelry is yeah. not necessary. How do I tell people that this, the they need this thing? Cause they definitely don't need this right. thing. And, th- and that's the thing is like, if you, if you don't know what the purpose of the shit you're making is, then why yeah, the I have fuck to find your it. Co- yeah. Like, but the thing is, is like everything in show of hands, like every, ve- every single vendor, even the people that are making like consumables, like none of it is necessary. None no. of it is a requirement no. for our survival. None of it is changing the world. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, like of all the people even listening to this. Yeah. We're all in that same boat. And we actually like I think we could use a book that's actually targeted towards yeah. us. Yeah. I volunteer you to write it. I'll need a ghostwriter. I'm writing the ice cream life book. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> you I'll get on the it. Southern book. Write my memoir about like how to do shit. Um, but I think there, I mean, it, it's something that you have to like come to terms with. And if it, if that upsets you, if it makes you feel like this is not, this has no purpose, like people are going to feel that from you. And also like, if that's how you feel, get the fuck out, get the fuck out. Like the, like as much like what we were talking about before, as much as like owning your own business seems like this lovely novelty that's so charming and wonderful and cute. Mm -hmm. Like it's not for the faint of heart like no. it is fucking hard and you will not have money and you will not be able to do the things that you want to do you will not go on as many vacations or your vacations will not be as fancy mm-hmm. and you will have to buy a shitty car instead of a new car like you will give up things in order to do this and if that's not okay with you there's nothing wrong with admitting that to yourself and getting the fuck out yeah. but like also if you want to do it realize that you're fucking valuable. Like just because you make something that isn't a survival tool or a service that's curing cancer doesn't mean that life doesn't need the shit you're making. Like it makes people happy. It makes people have value, like adds value to people's lives. Mm. Like taking a fucking bath with a nice like bath salt that I treated myself to that I feel good about having bought from an individual local Chicago business. Like that makes my life better. Like, and yeah, that might be a dramatic thing to say about like the bar of soap that I bought from Danielle. Like, but that's true. Her, that shit, it makes people feel good. It's a gift that somebody gave somebody. It's, it's firming up relationships between people. It's a greeting card that somebody sent somebody else to encourage them. It's a print that you hung on your wall that makes you feel like you can get through your day. Like I dare you to do a jewelry one. (laughs) It makes you feel beautiful and confident. You go to a job interview and you have a cool necklace on that makes you feel like you're dressed up instead of like a schmuck. Like it's the same as like, why do you get your hair done? Why do you wash your clothes? Yeah. Why do you clean your house? I'm constantly arguing with myself about doing about all of those things. But I mean, because it's like, why? Like like, as much as you think like things don't have a point or like there, you know, there's no point to any of this. Like there is though, like there really is like life is not just us living in huts 
like spearing animals and hoping we live until we die. Like we've human beings are complicated and weird. And like, we need like food that tastes delicious and entertainment and things that stimulate our brains and like pretty things to look at (laughs) that like make us feel things or like, shiny objects so or like just accept cars it that are, yeah, and stuff ju- yeah. yeah like just right. accept that like that's how human beings are and like if there are billions of people on the planet and you're trying to get a thousand of them to buy something from you that is doable yeah. that is fucking doable because there are people like i i'm gonna stand up and go i'm a person that buys shit from everybody at show of hands i love all of it like fucking genuinely like i love all of it use all of it can't wait till the next show so i can buy more of it i'm not a rich person but will spend the money that i have available Mm -hmm. to me on that and there are there's not one of me there's thousands of me there's thousands of people that feel the same way i do and like you just gotta find those people and like treat them really well fuck all the tens of thousands of Instagram followers that may or may not be out there. Like focus on the 40 people that think you're awesome and like send them shit and give them coupons and invite them to your show. Post things on your Instagram stories to show them what you're working on. Fuck everybody else. (laughs) Right? Yeah. No, I, yeah. Why am I trying to impress those people? They don't care about me. I don't care about them. Like I've got a good attitude going on for the day. I'm trying to move forward with like, do I, do I in 10 more years want to feel like I spent 10 years worrying about a bunch of people that don't matter? Or did I spend the last 10 years doing shit that I like doing that makes me happy that I'm proud of. And I sold to the people who were actually interested in me. I want the latter one. Yeah. So if I sit around all day long being like, I really wish I had more followers. I wonder how I can get my engagement up. I wonder why this hashtag didn't work. Like that stuff to a point is like, yeah, if you want to use this as a tool and you're trying to figure out strategies to make it work for you, awesome. But if you're getting like existentially upset about it and you think that you're worth, if like if you're this poor girl who thinks she's super irrelevant, she's using the word irrelevant about herself as a person. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah, it was like, sad. You should not think you're irrelevant in regard to anything, especially not an app on your phone. Like you should feel fucking relevant because your mom loves you or you are in a good relationship or you work really hard or you're a person that likes animals. Like you should feel fucking relevant and not look to social media to validate that. She'll figure it out. She's, of course she will. She's very young. And it's like, but then I worry about the people that I know who are 35 years old who feel like that. Well, yeah. I mean, and that makes we all me have that time. terrified. Yeah. And I feel, I mean, there are times when I feel like that. I don't know. I mean, you're having a good day today. That's because I feel like you're having a good day. That's because I've like told a bunch of people no recently. Ooh, we're going to talk about that yeah. too. Oh man. Um, so I definitely have to be. Ooh, me too. Me first though. Okay. I get, I yeah. Get I've already gone like four times. Um, Michelle's peed in my toilet so many times. <laughs> <laughs> like Emily hasn't gone this whole time and I've gone four times. Anyhow, so That's we're going to wrap this up. 
like we i said we're doing we 20 about. minutes ago this episode went crazy i'm gonna just one last thing before mm-hmm. we turn this off because i feel like something? some people <laughs> no might want to update <laughs> oh right um because i turned my shopify to ching noise off Ooh. in that one episode we did yeah i turned it off how do you feel i made it through the first big like sale thing with no cha-chings and it feels great i'm oh, i'm loving it done. i you're don't miss the it cha-ching. i'm off the cha-ching oh i like that you um, went into cha-ching rehab yeah um <laughs> it feels good i um yeah we're i think it's gonna take through the end to make it through the holiday season without yeah. hearing it yeah um but um it's a good decision. I just like, I would have, I know that I would have noticed how, how many times I heard that noise. Yes. And like at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, we had a lot more sales than I thought we did. Like I'm looking at the total number of sales and the number it of sales. Nice to be like, and it was great. It was surprised. I'm like, yeah. oh, this didn't. Yeah. I wasn't counting the times i heard the noise and you weren't when it was silent being like why is it right, silent right did i do something wrong because it did it felt quiet yeah and i'm like oh it's weird yeah. this feels like everything's so quiet but it was good and i'm like okay this is my first big dissociating yeah. between the noise and the sales yeah and i made it so that's good. I Consider like it. it. I know some people probably hear the noise and it causes them anxiety. That was not my problem. Mine no, was yeah. the lack of the noise causing me right. anxiety. Yes. Yeah. Um, so th- it, it helped. Yeah. Anyhow, I like that's it. it. All right. Yeah. We like to quit things. <laughs> quit it. Um, okay. This was a okay. long one, even though we oh, okay. blathered on about all sorts of shit. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's more, more coming your way. Yeah. I don't know teaser. exactly when they're going to air. We don't know. We're recording stuff things. next week too, but, um, yeah, we got a lot of things coming up. Um, but yeah, if you want to, there's going to be some new tiny rants on the Patreon. So go check that out. Um, we're on, I want to remind people that we're on Spotify Right. Because I feel like a way more, like a ton of people have switched over and are now just listening to us on Spotify. Oh, cool. So that's, that's really good. good. Um, so basically you just search Pancake Town and it'll come up. Um, and you can follow us. Like you can subscribe to our channel or whatever. I don't know where the fuck they, the terms they use. Because hmm. um, I'm an old lady. Um, what I else? I don't have, we have to. You don't have Spotify? No. Um, um, I think that's yeah, it for um, now. We'll announce. Seems like there's a lot of new people on the Pancake Town group so yeah um yeah if you're not in that and you want to join that do it it's very low-key and not and like we said literally nothing negative if you want something like fully positive with your internet facebook experience join that group yes yeah. it's fucking good no one has ever said no. anything shitty yeah it's all like help me or i have a question mm-hmm. or what's this about or do you guys know about this and then everyone's like fully nice and weirdly supportive. It's yeah. Awesome. And if you're like worried like about getting no responses, Emily and I yeah, we try always, to yeah. at least respond if no one else does. So you'll get something. Yeah. You won't. It won't be crickets. Yeah. Okay. Unless I post. Um, unless Michelle posts something and then JK. no one responds. <laughs> JK. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.